Welcome to We Told Ya Show. Grab some beer. You will need it. Damn right. <laughs> yeah. Such a pleasant greeting. Yeah, so welcome to We Told You Show. Yep. Back for another one. I'm Daniel. I'm Stanley. Stanley. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, I <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> Stanley. And this is We Told You Show. Yeah, we had to take one week off. I got a uh, Gorilla Glue in my hair. Mm. This is bad news. Seems to be uh, a running problem for people these days. <laughs> what the hell makes somebody put Gorilla Glue in their hair? Money. <laughs> yep. Stupidity and money. 15 minutes of fame, then you a know, lifetime of looking like an idiot. <laughs> if you did it by accident and you picked up the wrong can, why do you have a can of Gorilla Glue spray? For one reason, in your house. Second reason. If you reason, don't need it. In, in, in your bathroom. Yeah. Where you keep your hairspray. <laughs> what? God. Hey, I guess it's better for hairspray than toothpaste. What? <laughs> <laughs> that could have been really bad. <laughs> I have put other substance out of a tube onto my toothbrush. Right. But I noticed before I put it in my mouth, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Whoop. This is about to happen. Hold up. This yeah. is not going to now good. My lips were about to shrink up. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they about to do a lot more than that. <laughs> well, that's why, that's why we have good fun to me, right? So, yeah. It's all, us, it's all about fun, man. Gets us through the hard times. <laughs> we got a good one tonight. Stardust Ranch. Yeah, it is fun. This is a good one, man. There's, There's a lot of stories in this main story. Where to start on something like well, that? Well, I, I guess we could start with saying it comes from the great state of Arizona. Yeah, it does. Rainbow Valley. Rainbow Valley, Arizona. Yeah. It's been getting a, a little bit of notoriety over the last year or two, I'd say. Well, quite a few years. Yeah. Um, most of the stuff that I think we listened to is, is that was made, what, 2017? Yeah. Well, a few <laughs> years then. Sorry, How, my internal say. clock calendar's a little <laughs> off. I don't even count uh, twenty twenty. Yeah, just wipe that. It just doesn't seem like it happened. Wipe it from the cloud. But there's a guy, John Edmonds, mm. psychiatric counselor, per se. Okay, what he says he is, and then he's got his wife. She she works for the FBI. So she, she did work for the FBI. Yeah. Okay. Don't really say what she did, but. She worked for the FBI. Huh. They're looking for a ranch. He wants to have a bunch of dogs. Maybe one day get some horses. Yeah. They just want to be away from everything. He's going to start his own, you know, he's in the started up in Arizona being a psychiatric counselor. So they go around and they look at a bunch of places. They find this place here in Rainbow Valley, this ranch. Mm -hmm. It's 10 acres. Okay. As soon as he sees it, he says he loves it. He's ready to put down cash. Just immediate. Cash money. Drawn to it. <laughs> yeah. Where did cash come from there, Mr. Edmonds? Yeah. He's one of those people, you know, he keeps a suitcase full of cash, just ready. Mattresses. You never know when you're going to find a good deal on something. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to be ready. Prepared, you know? Hey, well, he probably was a Boy Scout. <laughs> scout is always prepared. Mm -hmm. So he's like, see this place, got to have it. Got the realtor together. Got his wife. She's okayed it. So he gets his place. He's happy. Let's get the move-in date. Okay. Got everything worked out. Move-in date comes. Him and his wife, they got a U-Haul they rented. Got all this stuff in it. 
They show up on a date. This is awesome. Come do this. Right. They walk in the house, open it up, walk in. All the stuff is still there from the people that owned it before. They just left it. All the furniture, the couches, the, all the stuff in the in the kitchen, the refrigerator, clothes, microwave, blender, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, what am I going to do? We have our own stuff. We, we don't need we this don't need stuff. It. We yeah. got to get it out. So he calls a realtor. He's pissed off. Calls a realtor. Look, man, this stuff's still left in here. We're supposed to be moving in. Thought we had this figured out. Realtor says, all right, look, give me a couple hours. Y'all go do something. Hang out. I'll see what I can do. Mm-hmm. They go to the movies, watch Mission Impossible, some shit like that. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> go to Ben and Jerry's, yeah. get some ice cream. Go do some shit. Come back. Walk up in the house. Everything's gone. Like, sweet. He got it done. Yeah. You know, he's the man. It's good. We can move on in. He start doing the thing. He walks outside, sees the pool. Swimming pool. It's nice. an empty pool, actually. It was empty. At least, yeah, it was a pool out back. All the stuff that was in the house is in the pool. Is in the pool. <laughs> All of it is in the pool. What a bunch of assholes. <laughs> he, he calls the realtor guy back, complains about it. And the realtor said, well, look, we haven't been out there. It's not we." We didn't have anything to do with that. We haven't been out there. Right. But it's all on you now. Done. It's your place. As is. <laughs> yeah. No warranty. He's <laughs> got a pool full of just stuff. Right. All these appliances and stuff. So he goes and rents a winch. I don't know what types of drinks she serves. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably some beer involved. Bar winch. She'll bring you some beer. I mean, so he rents one for the pool, but it doesn't say, I would imagine you'd have to build something over top of the pool to use this winch to pull stuff out. Oh, yeah. A cantilever or something. I mean, you know, something unless you're just dragging it out. Yeah. That seems like it caused a lot of damage. Or you hook it up to something. Yeah. Yeah. You got to bring it up, swing base it out. for the winch. Yeah. But it doesn't say anything about that. So once he gets everything out, he, he takes it out piece by piece. He says he takes it down. And you know he's pissed while he's doing yeah, he's this. He's mad as shit. <laughs> he's mad as hell. Well, he, he's not mad. Maybe he's so mad he can't really think about the right way to do this. He does it the most awful, hardest way possible. Right. So he takes out piece by piece and he takes it down to his end of his driveway, through his fence, yep. on the main road, and just leaves it. People come and get the shit. Like a free market. And it just... He said it just ends up disappearing. Free to a good home. He said after a couple of weeks, he got rid of everything. Everything was gone. <laughs> it took a couple of weeks for it to. <laughs> well, he was taking it out, you know, piece by piece. Oh, so he's taking it a piece at a time. Yeah, yeah a TV. he's putting shit down there. Yeah, he's a, a few things. Yeah. yeah, put a couple things. He didn't just like throw it all down there at once. So if you pay attention to this part of the story, obviously this road out front of his house has traffic. Yeah, it's got a, it, yeah. He's not out in the middle of completely nowhere. Seeing what he's yeah. put out there. And it's enough people that need some of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's not in the middle of nowhere. And it's only a 10 acre ranch. We're not talking. It's not gargantuan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, tens of thousands of acres. It's pretty small <laughs> yeah. for a ranch, actually. So then after this, he's chilling out one day. In the yard, he sees someone walking up. Yeah. 
You the tell dude us, comes tell walking us. up, right? <laughs> and the dude's got like a machete hanging from the side of his hip, off his belt. Comes walking on up. And if I can remember correctly, I interviewed with old John Edmonds. And he said he had just bought him a 357 revolver yeah. or something. He had it in his back pocket. So he's feeling pretty safe and secure, you know. Like, Who the hell is this dude walking up to my ranch, my gate? See, he's got coming. He goes on towards him. He gets up there and says, uh, Hey, what are you? What are you doing? This, this is my property here. I just bought there? this place. Who are you? Here? He said, "I live here. I live here on this ranch." He said, "No, you don't. I live here on this ranch." <laughs> said, no, I, I live here on this ranch. He said, "Well, you can't live here anymore. Yeah. I bought the place. Sorry, man. It's me and the missus. New no stuff bueno. going on. You got to go." And he said, "Well, you're going to regret this." And he said, "Why?" Why am I going to regret this? He said, because I kill the monsters. Oh, yeah. So he's looking at this guy. Got a machete. Got a dangling and swinging around <laughs> off of his hip here. He's like, what the hell is going on here? He really didn't know what to think about it. Well, there's a lot of jungle to cut down in the desert. Right? A lot of tumbleweeds <laughs> you know, and cacti. And yeah, you got to cut some Might find you a button or two. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he, he found that a little odd. He didn't really quite know what to make of this guy, but that's what he told. Now, little did uh, Mr. Edmonds know that events are about to start oh, yeah. getting a little loco. Yeah, so to give a little story about what he's got going on around this ranch, he's got one of these little outbuildings, kind of like, a, I guess, a almost like a huge carport area thing okay and he keeps dogs out there he's got four pairs of rottweilers yeah yeah so says eight dogs he keeps them in crates inside this one area okay covered area so i don't know why you keep these dogs in crates i don't know this is his thing I mean, he's got 10 acres man <laughs> yeah i mean this is his dog area eight rottweilers so one of his things to do he would go out there and play with each one one by one give them their attention do all that they got to do right then he started to where he would go out into the desert, take his four by four out into the desert, and just check out the area. Mm-hmm. He started seeing wild horses, just horses running around, groups of horses. They're kind of skinny and all. You know, nobody was taking care of them, obviously. They're running out there. But wild. they're out there running around on his property. Well, no, not on his property. Okay, but out on out, the out desert, beyond, out beyond his in pro- the area, beyond his ten acres. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so he's out there. He sees all that. And he starts noticing. He said, strange lights would come up in the sky. Right. Shoot all around, different things he would notice. So after seeing all the horses and all, he started. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe him and his wife said that the, the lights, this this all started pretty quick. Mm-hmm. From the time they moved in, found all the shit in the swimming pool. Dude walks up, I kill the monsters. Yeah, monster man. And start seeing lights. This is this is a very. I think it's like within a month. Oh, it was even that soon. Yeah, I think it was like within a month or two when they first got there. Okay. Um, So he's going out in the desert. So what he does, he's got a plan. He takes his four wheel. He hooks it up to a trailer. A little trailer. He gets a bunch of hay, horse feed stuff. Okay. Goes out there to the desert where he sees his horses, and he parks and waits. The horses they come up, start eating. Right. Off the trailer. So they're obviously used to being fed somewhere yeah, at some point. Yeah, used to people. At some point. 
So what he does is he just slowly drives back. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Hold yeah. up a second here. <laughs> Hold up. This gives me kind of a creepy ice cream truck <laughs> feeling. <Yeah. laughs> right. Now, you, you, you've been working on Or the Pied a, Piper. Wait. The Pied Piper. That's, yeah. that's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> so, creepy McStalkerson have something to do with this. So he slowly drives back to his property from there, okay. and these horses are following him, right. following the food and eating. Yeah, you know, following. He gets him back to his property, right? <laughs> it's two dozen. He gets two dozen of these horses at, at the ranch. He done found twenty four horses yeah. out in the desert. <laughs> And yeah. he's lured them all back to the On a horse with no ranch. Yeah. He, he's like, the, oh, this is great. Okay. Now, I with have this, heard With this, this eight Rockwallas. You know, the Rockwallas are going nuts oh, right man, about now. They are, they are <laughs> chomping at the bit. They're like, I will eat the legs <laughs> off these horses. Because they're all emaciated and everything. Anyways, obviously, they're hungry. Uh-huh. They done followed the hay truck <laughs> yeah. to the to the slaughterhouse. I remember, Sorry, we'll get there. When I first moved to a farm, I got my first chickens right, and I put them all in the coop. Yeah. Next day, I go out to the coop. They're gone, right? Oh no. Then I started noticing them. I come home from work, and I see them running down the dirt roads mm-hmm. and everything. And I'd always go try to run and catch them. I never could. So then I put like a food trail <laughs> all the way <laughs> back down back into the. With the- with corn, corn works great. Yes, That's and what it we worked. Use. And I was sitting in the, up in the house, I could see down through the field that they've gotten back in there, and I go running and shut the gate. Up. <laughs> Fucking chickens! We do the same thing, man. A cup of corn, I can get them to go anywhere yeah. I need them to go. So this guy then caught him some wild horses, two dozen of them, then put them up in the house. <laughs> That's just his weirdness. After that, some more house weirdness starts. Things start to be moved. He put something down. Couple hours later, come back, it's gone. Right. He can't, he don't, <laughs> he's, I know I put it here, it is gone. Then dishes would fall off the shelves. Where the hell did my chicken pot pie go? <laughs> <laughs> I knew I just set it right here, it smelled so good. If you lose one of those, you're in bad shape. <laughs> I know. If you eat one of those, you're in bad shape. Oh, but they taste so good going down. <laughs> then they said the fridge would just tip back and forth sometimes. Huh. That's probably just bad board you're walking on. Could be. You know. Could be. You walked in rings before where Oh yeah, stuff you got some made, joist you know. bounce and some, some flooring so, issues. And, but the T V and the stereo would just come on out of nowhere, full volume. Huh. Party style. Sound a little paranormal. Yeah, so that was going on. Whenever electronics are involved. <laughs> then really bad things start happening. Okay. I'm not sure if I want to really uh, get into a lot of it. When animals start to get hurt and stuff like that, yeah, but, you know, animal deaths and stuff, I'm not that much in. You know, yeah, but Danny, wanna... we are men of science. <laughs> we we explore, we investigate. I so know. we've all had we've all had this hat. You know, well, not this, but we've <laughs> not all had this exactly. our animals. You know, <laughs> and I, I, I don't want to bring that up, to nobody. But this needs to be said in the story. Yep, because in the long run, this story, this is where we make our opinions on who and what if this really happened. Okay. So, one morning he gets up. His wife leaves for work. He does his normal walk around the farm. He goes out to his dogs to check them out. Okay. He goes out to the pens. One of the pens is open. One of the crates. Mm-hmm. The crate's open. He looks around, 
and not far from the crate, he f- sees the dead dog. It's, yeah, one it's of the his favorite Rottweiler, he said. Mm. He walks over to it. There's no blood. There's nothing around it. The dog is as flat as a manhole cover. What? Yeah. Just. And there, there's no blood. Deflated. No kind of evidence yeah. of what's going on here. Nothing around it. That's a really weird, you know, we hear about things being drained of blood, uh, seem very dehydrated and dried. We, mm. You know, we hear about specimens like this being found. Yeah, but like the horses being, and stuff that were found in cattle and things like that, that have been found, say, were mutilated. Mm-hmm. We've heard all of those. Right. But to have an animal completely flattened. Yeah. With nothing. <laughs> and I, one night. And no like, sound from the dogs all night. Right. You know, you got that many dogs, you're going to hear something. You, yeah, Some, you know. There's a ruckus going to be raised. Somebody going to be raising hell out there. Rottweiling. Yeah. And they can make a hell of a lot of noise, too. Yeah. We had a mean-ass one in the neighborhood as kids. <laughs> uh, yeah. Frankie. That's a whole other story. Yeah, that's really yeah. weird, man. So how, that, does, how does something like that happen where you've got this... I mean, a Rottweiler's a big dog. It's a big, beefy, yeah. mean-ass dog. Not that all of them, but they can be. And you don't hear anything. No sign of struggle. No blood. Yeah. And it's not like it was the only dog out there. Right. There's seven there's other. seven other dogs. So they should be- You're messing with one. The other one's going to go off. Raising out there. Yeah. So didn't hear none of that come out. Just seen this. Mm-hmm. Flat as a manhole cover. Right. So- he takes care of this. He's trying to get over get over it. He's really pissed off. He says his favorite Rottweiler. Right. Favorite dog and all. Then a couple weeks later, he comes out and he sees one of the horses that he had that come up is dead. And it's completely eviscerated, he said. Quoted <laughs> eviscerated. Right. You know, like the pictures that we've seen of of uh Cattle mutilation, mutilation stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Pretty much like that. Right. So. Just surgically opened, mm-hmm. removed. Just parts gone. Yeah, just like just, surgically removed. Yeah. Everything was surgically removed, he said, what he thought. So that started happening. And just to say it now, there's other, throughout, I don't know, the months and years that he lived there, more animals would die. More dogs and horses. So I'm not going to get into those. Get right. into a little bit of it. We don't need to get into the gory yeah. graphic details. So this kept happening. This is not the first time. I mean, this is the first time, but this is not the only time. Right. Okay. Just keep that in mind. The whole time they're living there, animals keep dying. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Yeah. yeah. All right. So after that, they would wake up in the morning and have marks on their bodies. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just bad marks. You know, Cut marks, scratches, uh, scratches, biting look marks. I mean, yeah, it'd be like so open wounds with dried blood, if I'm not mistaken. They had physical. <laughs> this is a quote from the book. Okay. This is what he says. The truly odd thing about this was Joyce, this is his wife, seemed unaware of it, which is very strange because most women are acute. Acutely aware of their physical appearance, <laughs> but she seemed not to even notice that her body had been deformed in certain areas while she slept. Oh my gosh! 
wait a minute, yeah. John, you're not like giving her some Ambien or something before mm-hmm. she goes to bed or something, are you? So far, Joy seems laid back. Yeah. She's just like, uh, what I mean, the she, she worked for the FBI. She sees some weird <laughs> shit. Yeah. She's like, huh, cattle mutilation? Yeah, I work for the X Files. I deal with Russian spies. Oh, <laughs> yeah. huh. ain't that something? That is crazy. Yeah, so they're just waking up physical evidence mm-hmm. of attacks. Uh, yeah, while they sleep, he's he's thinking they got abducted a few times. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, "This is bad news." Right. So after this, he said, "Look." I done bought the 357. Now it's time to up the game a little bit. He went out and bought a whole bunch of guns. He started collecting guns. Yeah. Long rifles, pistols, AK-47. Assault rifles. Yep. He started buying that. Got arming to the teeth. Yeah. He got a hell of a battle coming his way. Yeah. So now this, now this is where it gets even better. Okay. All right. So one night, him and his wife, Joyce, they decided they were going to go out and have a nice dinner. All this stuff was going on at the house. He said they actually started to argue a lot lately. There was a lot of just anger and stress. Just, just stress. Yeah. I mean, Didn't I can feel only, right in the house. You can only imagine. Yeah, they done bought this place. They have dreams and aspirations for it. And yeah. now they're dealing with all this. I mean, it's going to create stress, stress, in, stress in the household. between a normal couple. Absolutely. Yeah. Even unnormal couples. Even un- <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you imagine the stress in those situations? <laughs> they're, just, yeah. they're throwing plates like flying saucers. This would be a great uh, one of those shows where they put a bunch of people together in the house. Oh, they put man. it in a place like this. <laughs> yes. You know, or, or big brother or something. Yeah. Real world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, put them in the real world. Put them on this ranch in, in Phoenix, <laughs> outside of Phoenix, Arizona. That's some real shit some going dead on. Dead dogs and some cut up horses. Yeah, wake up with bite marks and cut. Bunch of shits in the swimming pool. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> so they decide they're going to go out on a nice dinner. They went out to a little Tex-Mex restaurant. They, okay. You know, they made plans to go to. They have Tex-Mex so, in Arizona. Yeah. So, obviously, he says he was ready before she was. She has some stuff to do, get ready. Takes a little bit longer. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah, he was he ready was, to go. Yeah. He's waiting for her. Waiting on her. He's sitting there Typical. watching TV, waiting on her, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, no no offense, lady listeners. We love you. It's, y'all take a long time to get ready sometimes. <laughs> We're taking a long time to get this story going. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting there. We appreciate it's your a patience. a long story, man. All right. So he's sitting there waiting. He hears her voice behind him. I'm ready. He's like, oh, okay. He turns around and she was in a beautiful red dress, makeup all done, lipstick on. Remember uh, this part? Lipstick, makeup, he notices on. Sounds nice. Earrings. Oh, yeah. you know, everything to go. She's presenting herself to the public alongside her man. <laughs> she pronounced you know? present herself to the aliens. He said, it was a lot for a Tex-Mex restaurant. <laughs> but he was going with it, you know. Maybe it was he salsa was like, night. He said, damn, she looked good. Taco Tuesday. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. That, that, that's nice. She she got all she got all decked out and done up for her oh, man. Yeah, red dress, looking tight. Okay. You know. 
Obviously, she does, it is not her normal outfit to, for him to notice it like this. I guess. Yeah. Um, it really stood out to him. <laughs> yeah. So, on the way, they're having a little small chit-chat. They're talking. She's even actually talking about her job and different things to him. So, he mentions to her, y'all give me one second. I got to open this beer. All right. <laughs> That's a beautiful sound. <laughs> That's what we do here. Y'all get one, too. Yeah. So, they're driving along. They're talking. And then he lets her know he wants more dogs. Well, he they, lost they, one. He's they only talked got about seven it. now. He, said he, want, he, he wants to get more dogs. He okay. wants up to 26 to 30 more dogs. Whoa. <laughs> That's a lot of dogs, man. What the hell, man? Okay. Are we dealing with an animal hoarder? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Crazy signals go up. I would imagine. I mean, you had 26 to 30 more dogs. Man, that's a lot. And you know what? Joyce was fine with that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I see where this is going now. (laughs) She's fine with it. You know, they head on. So they get to the restaurant. He drops her off. Drops her off at the front door and he goes to park the car. By the time he gets back in there, to the desk, she's already sitting down, so he goes over there, sit down with her. Joyce, she's looking at the menu. He sat down across from her as a four-person table. He's thinking, hmm, I'm going to have yeah. fajitas. Yeah, he's looking at the menu, you know. He's like, huh, I don't know, man. Uh, and so he made appetizer suggestion, and Joyce agreed. Okay. The server came over. He told the beautiful young lady that he wanted some chips and salsa <laughs> and two margaritas. All right. All right, so she That's left, a good start. You know, to go get all that. And while he was looking at the entrees, Joyce says she needed to go to the restroom. Ladies' room, see? She got on up, went on to the restroom. Okay. He's sitting there. He's looking at the entree list. Right. And he knows something's poking him. He's like, oh, man, my cell phone. It's gun. No, oh, no, it's a cell phone. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do a couple of desk pops. <laughs> right? <laughs> it, was a, it was a cell phone. He is, you know, he's clipped to his side and he's poking him. Okay. So he pulls it out and looks at it. He's like, damn, it's turned off. He's like, well, you know, I don't know who'd call me this time of night or whatever on a Friday night, but I'll go ahead and turn it on. As soon as it came on, it started going off. It started beeping. Ugh. You know, he got messages, voicemails, text messages, whatever. So the tracking like, is on. <laughs> so he's looking at it <laughs> and it says he's got four Missed messages, all from his home number. Okay, like four missed calls. Yeah. Okay. From his home number. Okay. And he's like, what? There's nobody at my house. Why? Yeah, because they're out you know, of the something restaurant. Something must be really wrong. This Somebody's in my house calling me. So, and they have his cell phone number. He died. <laughs> right? <laughs> the fuck? He, he leaves that in, ca- in case of emergency above the phone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Call me. Hell with nine one one. Call John Edmonds. <laughs> I'll be at the text max. You salt. <laughs> Waiting on my fajitas. <laughs> so he dialed the voice message and wait and waited to hear the message. Okay. And you know what? It was what? Joyce. On the, on leaving the message, she was mad as shit. Where are you? How could you leave the house without me? What? Are you that insensitive and rude that you couldn't even wait for me? Wait a minute. She's in the bathroom. Supposedly. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up. 
pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah, oh, this man, is this is what good. he says. This is what oh, he says. this is getting good. Okay, so you you you've got some access to some information. You some some uh some research. <laughs> That was in the I, book, that, right? It's you got the book. the book. You got John Evans' book, and uh, this is some stuff coming from the book that I people I am not privy to. I'm hearing this <laughs> for the first time, and I love it. So, so people are saying, "He you know what? Stan don't really do much. She's homework. In, <laughs> I do my homework, but he does great homework. <laughs> so, okay, so his wife goes to the bathroom. He turns on his phone. A Joyce. Joyce. A Joyce goes to the bathroom. Yeah. A, a <laughs> yeah, Joyce man. goes to know. the bathroom. Yep. He is assuming that's his wife. And he's Who has, there. he has been talking to this whole time. They've been on the date. They've been out on a date together. Mm-hmm. He waited. Yeah. She finally got what she took forever. They were doing they back and forth in the car. Max. And now. She's okay He's with this creepy dog. He's getting voicemails and messages from her pissed off because she, she is left at home. Yep. He is there at Fajitas yeah. R Us. She's probably sitting there going, where the hell is my red dress? Who the <laughs> hell is that in the bathroom wearing her red dress? Yeah. She's there mad. Can't find the red dress probably. Oh, she's pissed. <laughs> but it just says she's at home. She's mad. How could you leave me? Mm, wow. And he's like, he, he couldn't believe what he was hearing. Right. You know? I, I would imagine. <laughs> he's like, well, who the hell is went to the bathroom? So he looks he looks up through the restaurant towards the rest area <laughs> thing, and they're not coming back yet. So he, he dials home. He quickly dials her, and Joyce picks up. She's like, she's like, where are you? She had. And he told her, I'm at the restaurant in Phoenix. <laughs> he said he listened to five five to seven seconds of emotional tirade and frustration. I would have, that's yeah. probably an understatement. She, she was at the end of her patience, basically. Is what oh, he said. yeah. He, said, he didn't know what to say. What do, you, what do you say? What the hell do you say? And you know what you say? This is what you say. Quoting the talking heads. Is this not my beautiful house? <laughs> this is not, is my, beautiful this not my beautiful wife? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> the hell am I doing here? What the hell am I doing here? He's like, look, um, here, just trust me. I'll be home in 45 minutes. I'm leaving now. And I'm leaving whoever that is in the bathroom. <laughs> so then he hangs up the phone and he's sitting there waiting. He waits to see who comes back yeah, from the I- bathroom, right? I mean, you almost have to at this point. About three minutes later, he's waiting, and here comes the other the Joyce that he's the with. Red, yeah, yeah, the red dress. Red dress Joyce, Joyce comes out, and she walks over the table and sits down, and he said he's looking at her, and it seems like whatever it was knew that he knew now. He done figured something out. Yeah. So it's got like it's six cents. And, and he's noticing that he's bam. looking at the eyes. He said, uh, now this is the everything. first time that he's actually looked her in the eyes the whole night. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Man. Okay. John. One. She you comes always- out all looking good. He don't even look her in the face. Yeah. Come he's on, He's just man. looking at the red dress. <laughs> but he said, 
She had all the makeup on. She came out all makeup up, done, right. earrings, like a, lipstick, but he never looked her in the eyes. At a glance, at a look, as a look at her, <laughs> honey, you look beautiful. You but look never like, looked her in the eyes. Tex-Mex. Never really like locked into the eyes. So, so he said, this is the first time he's seen her eyes. And, and that's when I realized. Black. The eyes went black. Not just the pupil, the iris. The whole eyes Uh-oh. just went solid black. Uh-oh. That's <laughs> never a good sign. Yeah. So what he did was he pushed his chair back, walked out of the restaurant, just walked out. Didn't uh-huh. pay nothing. Just left. He just left. <laughs> and Down went and back dash. home. Went back home, sped off home. Never really said anything to her about what happened. Left the Joyce and Red but yeah, there at the Tex-Mex restaurant. So who's got to deal with that Joyce now? I don't, the manager. She's, she's got to pay for those Oh, uh, yeah, she margaritas. gets stuck with the tab. <laughs> she definitely gets <laughs> stuck with the tab. So are they using some of those galactic credits or whatever they are? She's back there washing dishes. <laughs> yeah, she might be. <laughs> cleaning the bathroom. <laughs> Bussing tables, bartending. <laughs> God, who knows? Man. That's wild. Okay. Yeah. I well, I mean, how can that happen? What you, really? I don't know. I don't know how that could happen. Uh, well. <laughs> Is it a doppelganger? Been, come out. Hmm. Could be. I was going to say, say maybe a lot of alcohol people. was involved. But, yeah. you know, the doppelganger is a much more interesting theory. <laughs> well, tell you Everything what. always gets interesting when you involve doppelgangers, especially if they're Scandinavian. <laughs> let's, let's take a quick break. Okay. And we'll be back. Back on. Back online. All right. Good break. All right. So, the wife. <laughs> Joyce. Joyce. The real Joyce. The This is the real Joyce. So... They've had some instances with Joyce. If I'm correct me if I'm wrong here. Old John has been witnessing Joyce doing some weird stuff at night. She's kind of floating in her bed, levitating. At different times of night. He said they were typically not weren't really night owls. They turned in at a somewhat decent time. But she would typically go to bed a little early than her. Than him, he would notice come through kind of like past the room and she's floating up off the bed a little bit. <laughs> the hell is going on? <laughs> Happened to notice it again. What's going on? And he'd actually come in from time to time. She's levitating in the bed. He'd put her hands up, put his hands up and try to ease her back down onto the bed. Easy, honey. Do you remember uh, the movie Ghostbusters? When oh, he was yeah, in it was Sigourney she, Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Yes. <laughs> Love this is what I'm picturing the whole time when you're telling me this story. Hey, not a, a bad visual. <laughs> okay. So you got Sigourney Weaver. Joyce mm-hmm. is levitating. Damn, what the hell's going on? Kind of tries to ease his wife back down onto bed, let her yeah. go back. And they back need down. their sleep. They need their sleep. This starts to happen more and more frequently. The hell is going on? So 
She's a lightweight. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Two glasses, maybe three. Starts floating around. Well, one night it got serious. So if I could back that up for a second. They knew that this was going on. She's levitating somewhere's going on. They had even suggested amongst themselves maybe chaining her to the bed <laughs> or somehow fastening her down. Uh, y'all can go go where you want with that, but so I she, think this is for personal protection. She's a floater. She's a floater. <laughs> <laughs> so they had discussed this. I don't know how far they went with that, yeah. but one She seems night, pretty easy with everything. Yeah, <laughs> you know, free spirit, you yeah. know. But one night, it gets serious. She's levitating off the bed, and then she's floating out and moving away from the bed. Ah, she's going to go get her some chips and salsa. Uh-huh. <laughs> she <laughs> forgot that house hot sauce to go with her chips and she salsa. She's going to go to the Tex-Mex this time go by back herself. And get it. You didn't give me my house-made hot sauce. She's pissed. Going to well, float on down there. They're going to float on out of there. <laughs> John Edmonds is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell is going on? My wife is being floated. Again, the Han Solo carbonite reference. How do we keep coming across this? Maybe there's something because, there. Well, she's not in the thing. Well, she's not it's in the, the thing, but she's like floating out. She's mm-hmm. levitating out. John Edmonds is like, what the hell is going on? His wife is, something's going on. Yeah, something's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he runs out. He's trying to grab her. Slipping from his grip, she makes uh-huh. her way, floated out the door. She floats on outside. He looks up. If I'm not mistaken, it was about 30, 40 feet above the ground is this bright, bluish-white light. Uh, yeah, you they've know come. They've come for You him. know what's coming. Yeah. She's embraced the suck. Han soloing <laughs> on over to the light. Getting there, he's freaking out, grabbing her, trying to hold her, pull her back. No, Joyce, don't go to the light. Don't go to the (laughs) light, baby. It's a bad Jimmy Chonga. Going on up, going on up. He freaks out. He does what any good husband would do. Calls Fred Diamond over. Well, (laughs) Fred Diamond's a long ways away. Come at me, Fred. But you can ask the question, what would any good husband do in this situation? I tell you what he does. He runs uh, and grabs. I don't know. I was thinking what you would do. A lasso would be good. Not a bad option. Yeah. Could lasso her on up and get the rope around her, <laughs> tie her to a fence post. Yeah. Hey. Then you turn around and you're like, I don't have a lasso, or do I know how to use one? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so those things are complicated. Other than that, I would say AK forty seven. Bingo. Ah, with bah, a bah, double bah. banana clip. Bah, bah, bah. Runs, grabs the rifle. So double banana clip. You got a curved clip and another curved clip that's taped to the side of it. You pull so, it up. Bah, 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 so bah, she's bah, floating kind of slowly, I guess, up there for him to go have time to run in, get his. AK-47. Yeah. It's probably more of like a feather float. 
It's kind of like just kind of leisurely making this like, way. Ah, going on we're to doing this. Just watch us. Ah, I'm going to run to go get my AK. <laughs> we're taking your wife real slow to make you watch. <laughs> so he empties. So the wife is getting drawn up into the craft. Mm-hmm. He's freaking out, as I would be too. Empties the clip up, looking at the light, just. Let's it have it, right? Boom, 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 boom. Release the mag, flip it over, bam. Second banana clip. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Release. Yes. Wife drops on top of him. Mm-hmm. He breaks her fall. She falls <laughs> on top of him. Thank God, because Boom. She's a limp noodle at this point. She's just been <laughs> thawed, right? So, breaks her fall. She lands on top of him. Again, Mr. Edmonds, the good husband that he is, is freaking out. He immediately starts checking out. Not a, bu- not a bullet hole in her. She's unscathed from this lead assault, which I probably would have done the same thing myself. She came out unscathed. <laughs> but that was like a really intense abduction sequence that that seemed to be like the climax of it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think after he unloaded the AK-47 on him, he said that they pretty much learned a lesson not to try to take his wife anymore. He going to spray lead. <laughs> now, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> Joyce at one time – she told him, she said, John, they've been dealing with this, these ab- attempted abductions, these weird events for a while. And a lot of them seem to be centered around her. And she told him, she said, do not let them take me. Please do not let them take me. Kill me if you have to. Damn. They will not bring me back. And I do not want to go. Well, that's him telling the story of what she said. Right? Yeah, well, that's yeah. my source is John Edmonds himself yeah. from an interview on the Confessionalist, <laughs> which is she's a great interview. Going, man, By the way, y'all should look it up. Yeah, it is. Great. It is a great interview. It. That guy did a hour, hour and a half interview with him. Yeah, at the time he was doing quite a few interviews. He was liking it. It's very fascinating. He was getting his story out there, trying to sell his house. Oh. <laughs> you did that later Jeez. for five million dollars yeah. and we didn't even gotten into the portals ah portals well now I'm sorry I don't mean to jump the gun I want one so bad so you yeah, can't buy yeah, them on either. Amazon probably soon you will yeah so he got them straight with the trying to take his wife levitation style mm-hmm he showed the AK-47. Did a little home defense Arizona okay. style. And now, you also got to remember, during that time where he's living, there are other houses around. <laughs> yeah, he is not it's, that it's only isolated. only 10 acres. I mean, 10 acres, but even yeah, out in the that's desert. That's a nice size, but. In the desert, 10 yeah. acres is very small. <laughs> yes, it is. You can see other houses. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe I've. Uh, you know when someone lets off. You know, read another AK-47s. report or something. The the actual layout of the plat of mm-hmm. land 
is very long and skinny. Yeah. It's not like a big 10 acre square or an octagon or, or a triangle. <laughs> it's more of a very skinny <laughs> rectangle for those of you who are not geometrically challenged or are. <laughs> so you are figuring it out. After all this, there's, they're starting to settle in. And strange things are happening here. They start getting used to it. Some things they just let go. They start and, seeing all this crap. At some point, Whatever. you get numb. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. I guess. <laughs> or, or you get angry, like he does. Yeah. And start keeping weapons everywhere, which he does. So, one night, he's outside. He's tending some chores. <laughs> he happened to look over his shoulder. And behind the ranch out in the desert, he sees a figure walking. It's the, it's a shape of a human being. It's walking erect. It's got two legs, head, arms swinging beside it. The gait was different than a human being. Uh-huh. He said it almost looked like the the Bigfoot image from the video. The the what is it? Patterson Gimlin video. Yeah, yep. it kind of had that gait. Right, but it was out in the desert. Walking, you know, it's a little bit ways from him. So he stood and said it stood anywhere from 10 to 12 feet high. And it appeared it's it way off in the distance. It was about a quarter mile away okay. in the desert. So he didn't think much about it or whatever. And he started, and he started seeing uh, the, the creature more and more. And he see it again. And he said it looked like the Michelin Man. <laughs> well, he, he started calling it was the Michelin Man. On the re- he, some tires. Yeah. You see it on a regular basis. It would be walking out there. It's uh, normally just, hey, ain't no big deal. But one day it started getting closer to the house. Huh. What does he do? What does he go grab? AK-47. Banana clip with it. Yeah! <laughs> yes. That's my boy, John. It comes out and the creature... And not withdrawn, it's coming towards his house, he said. And it appeared to have no sense of what's coming or no sense of danger. Huh. He said he opened fire. <laughs> Neither the noise nor the bullet deterred the creature whatsoever. Just kept on coming. He was shooting with the AK-47. You know what? To this day, he still sees the Michelin man out there walking. Really? <laughs> So I wonder what the hell what? this is. So he like say he gave he gives like a Bigfoot reference. I don't care what anybody says. Bigfoot is everywhere. He's in the desert. He's in the mountains. But he's not. He, he's in the plains. I don't know. He's, he's not bulletproof, probably. But he said he he got a close up view on it, and he says on a couple occasions he's seen it kind of close. He said it looks like it's made out of Brillo pads. Out of Brillo pads. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Brillo pads. Mm-hmm. Right, you stumped me on that one. Yeah. Well, no, he really stumped us. Gray, wiry hair. He calls the Michelin man. With a little bit man. of detergent <laughs> laid up in there. <laughs> I don't know. He has some pink spots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? That's what I'm talking about. Bird nest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bird nest. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'll scrub your pants for easy. But after that, you know what that is. The men in black shows up at the house. And the I men think in black. You know black. what's going on with that. Well, all right. So 
Danny, when you're dealing with something on this kind of magnitude, (laughs) (laughs) you've got spaceships abducting your wife out of her bed. They're sending doppelgangers on dates with you. You got guys showing up with machetes saying, I kill the monsters. You are inevitably going to end up with the men in black. Here they are. They got questions and they want answers. So they show up to the ranch. Oh, John's out there one day. I know you know the story. Y'all don't know the story. I just love the way you're telling it. (laughs) We're going to tell you the story. So John's out there one day. Clean his guns. Cleaning his guns. And he's got a lot of them, boys and girls. A lot of them. He's got them all That's- laid out, cleaning out. So this government vehicle, he said it had government plates, black vehicle, blacked out windows, obviously just looked like government vehicle, pulls up outside the gate. Doors open. These cats not meow cats, but like dudes, cats. <laughs> Come on out. A bunch of cats. He better have some catnip. Some you know, for this place and him telling his story, it'd be just as strange. As yeah, it really as would be. Anything else. <laughs> About uh, now I got seven main coons done rolled out here. Now I got 40 dogs, 100 <laughs> damn, cats, damn it, I wish two it, dozen horses. We, we need another 38 <laughs> Rottweilers to deal with all these cats we've got now. So these guys <laughs> pull up out of this damn truck. And he's sitting there and he looks up at them. And they walk through the gate. And by walk through the gate, I don't mean they opened the gate walked through, closed the gate. I mean, they actually passed physically through the gate. True the gate. True the gate. (laughs) He's like, what the hell is going on here? Who are these people? Time to get a new gate. (laughs) That gate ain't worth a shit. (laughs) They can't even hold back these damn guys. God, imagine if it was a herd of Rabid goats. Maybe or cats. Or cats. <laughs> God, rabid cats are the worst. I heard Nimbus. So they um they walk on <laughs> through the gate and they come on up to him. So they're sitting there looking at him. They're like, So uh we understand you've been talking about some of the events that have been going on around here. We advise you to not really uh be running your trap so much about what you're seeing, what you're hearing. So he looked and I found this one really interesting. So he looks at these guys and he was like, they're all dressed in black. He immediately notices there. It's nice clothes. Like these guys are wearing like really nice, like Armani suits (laughs) <laughs> just nice. I mean, decked out to the hilt, right? Oh, they, they got and, he shit looks, going on. and he looks down at their shoes and he says, "He now I would not know the difference, okay? But he said, well, I look at their shoe and these aren't like typical G-men shoes. <laughs> these are <laughs> really nice shoes. Well, how would he know? 
I don't know. How do you That's know a great question. Was... But I thought it was an interesting quote. That's what he said. It's like these aren't typical G-men shoes. They didn't these have pennies in them. Really nice shoes. They had like some foreign coin so in them. So maybe <laughs> these are like the I don't know the, the Timberland of G-man shoes. I don't know. <laughs> Not a fashion expert. That's what old John Edmund said. So he's, I guess he's looking them up and down, sizing them up. He's like, these guys are wearing some really cleats. nice shit. <laughs> They're in a nice car. And they done walked through the damn gate. But then he looked at them. And he's looking at one of these guys in the face. And he's like, their skin. Oh, he going to look them in the face, but he can't look his wife up and. <laughs> no, exactly, right? <laughs> Couldn't even tell it won't her. He's a goddamn doppelganger. But he knew something was up with this men in black, this man in black. So he described it. He said their skin looked like raw, uncooked chicken skin. It was like <laughs> white and clammy. Yeah. And I know I've known some people like that. <laughs> That's some scary shit. So <laughs> They're telling him, they're warning him, like, you better uh, you better not talk. You better be quiet. You better not spread all this. And he looks at them yeah. and says, you're making a lot of demands for a guy sitting here with a table full of guns right now. <laughs> right in front of you. <laughs> you see all yeah. these damn guns? I got a double banana clip right here. That's got your... It would Chicken take name It would take me at it. least fifteen minutes to get them all together, put them yeah. back, put them back together. We're not going to talk about that aspect of it. <laughs> load them up. You better hurry up. But you know, when when you get into uh, these kinds of stories, the men in black always come up, and that is a very fascinating aspect of this always. genre of talk topic. And, and they're maybe always something weird. we should delve into on the side somewhere else. They're always not really human looking. Uh-huh. They always they they talk more robotic. Yeah, and they look like they're made out of raw chicken. A lot of people do say that. Yeah, like they they're just not. It's just like this loose, hangy, fleshy. I mean, they look like people mm-hmm. or kind of humanoid looking thing and they kind of act like people and talk like people but something doesn't seem human about them the thing is it seems like they all have a driver's license <laughs> so to get right <laughs> how the hell do they get through the dmv they're all driving and look every, I'm one, sorry. every time they drive up <laughs> and we've all been in a dmv so and for our out-of-state mm-hmm. listeners, that's our Department of Motor Vehicles in Virginia. I'm sure you have one it's in your state. Same. They're all the same, <laughs> and they all suck. And so if you're like a loose flesh chicken person, and you go into the DMV, well, when you can go you're back stinking into them, by the time you walk out of there, when you're starting to rot. When everything is back to normal and you go to DMV, start looking around. You might see one of the men in black in there trying to get their license renewed. Or maybe a gray. No, they don't need to drive. They fly, man. Or but they if come they come in to your dimension from their dimension. Yeah, but I mean if they want to like legally drive a Lamborghini like, yeah. on the street. Man, they ain't gonna 
use for that shit. Grays, man. They can do whatever they want to do. Yeah, you're right. They don't need to. Yeah, they do it for the challenge. Let's <laughs> see if we can fuck with the DMV. <laughs> that so, sounds like fun, actually. All right, we're going to have to make this one two parts. Man. I'm sorry, everybody. No, don't be sorry. It's our <laughs> first one. Part one, <laughs> part two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's so much information. It's so much stuff. The story's endless. And the deeper we delved into this, mm-hmm. the more we realized how much there is to discuss and discover. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, hope y'all enjoyed part one. All right, then look, y'all know where to get in touch with us. Yep. And find us. Oh, shit. Facebook. Go WTYS podcast. Oh, yeah. On Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, we told you show on Instagram. And we also, we told you show at Gmail. Hit us up there. Send us some info on you if you like the show, what you don't like about the show. And we'll probably might send you a sticker. Oh, yeah. So. Maybe a special pin. <laughs> yeah. So, so you can write down what you don't like about the show. <laughs> hey, just reach out. <laughs> we want to hear it. Hey, maybe a suggestion. <laughs> There's something you would perhaps like for us to try to cover. You never know. We Send may it. listen. You never know. We told ya show at gmail.com. You can Google us. We Google told it. ya show. Google it. Buy some merch. You Go buy ahead. some merch. Give us send us a picture of you in the merch. Oh man. Oh we'll yeah. We'll hook you up. Yeah. You you <laughs> might get an armadillo. I mean like a real live armadillo. All right then, y'all. Maybe a herpes monkey. A herpes monkey. <laughs> Everybody wants one of those. I've got two in a cage out back. <laughs> All right, look. The number two is coming out soon. Yep. Stardust Ranch. Stardust Ranch. Number two. <laughs> Death. All right, then. Later. It's walking erect. Uh-huh.